What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Life's a Trip Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. I just wanted to do a quick shout-out to every single listener we've had thus far and say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is why we do it, and if it's touched any of you in any way, that is the whole purpose. We are super excited to continue on with this, uh, and we're going to be diligently putting out episodes every single week. Uh, we now have hundreds of listeners, even out in Spain, in the UK, and obviously all across the United States. Uh, once again, guys, thank you so much. Today's podcast is with the incredible Kelly Sora. Uh, we're going to be talking about yoga for recovery. Such an amazing person and such an amazing podcast to come. I hope you enjoy and as always, see you on the other side. What's going on? Welcome to Life's a Trip podcast. I'm Dave. And I am Chase. And uh, on this podcast, we explore all kinds of stuff. All the, the weird and winding individual paths that we all walk in life. Uh, our conversations range from mindfulness and relationships. All the way to psychedelic spirituality, and a whole bunch of weird, crazy, fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, we just, we look at... Basically what it means to be anything at all. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and I hope that you enjoy. Love you guys. See you on the other side. Peace. Episode four is officially beginning. I am here with the amazing Kelly Sora. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Uh, we're actually at your house right now, sitting on the floor in your studio. Uh, for those people that don't know, this is uh, Sylvania, Ohio. Um, I grew up right down the street from here, actually. Really? I grew awesome. up in uh, Mayberry. Okay, great. Um, well, just sixth and seventh grade. Uh, my grandpa lives in Centennial Farms right up the street. Okay. Yeah, so I'm right up the street from here, or was, um, but I'm super excited to be here, and I'm really excited to let everyone know who you are, what you do, and your impact on the world. I think uh, it's very, very important. Uh, Kelly uh, does yoga for recovery. Um, I'm sure she does a million other things too, uh, but that's really what the main thing I know about you, and I believe the main thing that you do. So for everyone that doesn't know, including me very recently, what is that? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, yoga for Recovery, it's actually called Y12SR, and it's um, Yoga of 12-Step Recovery. So what Yoga of 12-Step Recovery does is it incorporates and interweaves the principles of yoga with the 12 steps. So as you're practicing the yoga, you are also incorporating the 12-step principles. It's really an amazing program. It was started and created by Nikki Myers, and she had struggled with her own addiction and has overcome many of her struggles and is now teaches Y12SR space holders, that's what we call ourselves, space holders, um, around the world. Y12SR is worldwide. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you know, we're going to get really deep into that and yeah. how it impacts people and really how it works. Mm -hmm. But first, who is Kelly Sora? Where did you come from? Where did you grow up? How did this whole weird winding path of your life start. Yeah, yeah, so I actually grew up in um, in Perrysburg and um, I have a, I had an older brother and 
Um, actually started out when I grew up, became a massage therapist, and then from there I went back to school and became a nurse, and then from there on to be a yoga instructor. So my whole, um, just my whole world is all about healing. I'm very into um, mind, body, spirit, um, seeing the body holistically. Yes. That's very important to me. Um, yeah, so that that's really what I'm about is just kind of combining everything. Yoga, I take yoga, you know, my practice on the mat into my life off the mat. You know, it's all about, um, you know, connecting with nature, being mindful, taking it with you everywhere you go. It's not just in the yoga practice itself. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think that's how we connected. For sure. Um, obviously, I did a little mindfulness thing, me and you, yeah, yeah. went out to uh, Olander Park. Yeah. And just kind of sat there and talked about what mindfulness is. Uh, we talked a little bit about you, mm-hmm. um, some of your struggles and, and things like that, but really how mindfulness works. And, and hopefully we can get into that here in a little bit too. Um, but I, I'm extremely excited to kind of dig deep into, is it Y12SR? Y12SR, Y12SR. Yes. Well, let's start with that. What in the world does yeah. Y12SR stand for what does it mean yoga for 12-step recovery okay well that makes total sense doesn't it yes yes and um kind of the analogy and the theme of why 12sr is that the issues live in our tissues so through Mm. movement and breath work and meditation we can kind of move those issues and release the issues from our body and um when we're caught up in addiction our vessel gets turned upside down and um, so with Y12SR steps one through three you're sweeping the vessel you're turning the vessel right side up Um, in addiction your vessel is turned upside down and with those steps one through three we're turning the vessel right side up okay and then steps four through nine we're sweeping out the vessel cleaning it of the junk that we've collected and accumulated through our addiction and then steps 10 through 12 are about sustainability so keeping our vessel clean sustained afloat and that's so a lot that's, of mental work. Yeah, I'm assuming. yeah, absolutely. And yes, you know, when most people think of yoga, it's like an exercise. Obviously, yeah, me and so you, we, we know a little bit yeah. more than that. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's some people that are listening that that really just think yoga is, you know, something you go and do an exercise. But it, it's obviously mind body connection. There's so much more to that, and we can go more into that. But now, for recovery. Now, are we talking alcoholics? Are we talking heroin addicts? Are we talking depression, anxiety? What What exactly does it mean to be addicted for this? Well, um, I mean, really, the um, Y12SR um, reaches out to anybody that is has been in their own addiction or affected by the addictive behavior of others. Oh, okay. And really... I mean, that can stem out to, you know, food, drugs, sex, gambling, you know, there's so many different types of addictions. Yeah. You know, when I first thought of it, I'm like, oh, it's for, you know, alcohol Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, heroin, any type of drug, but I didn't didn't think about it. I mean, obviously different things like that. That's, that's great. And I'm sure you've had the pleasure of working with some amazing people. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And I actually went to a Y12SR 
conference this past summer in Asheville, North Carolina. No At the way. Art of Living Retreat. Yes. And that Big was shout amazing. out. What's up, y'all? How we doing? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Um, met some wonderful people there. Met Nikki Myers, the founder and creator of Y12SR, and also Ralph Gates. He's also written a couple books and um, has a meditation practice. And yeah, so it was really amazing. Yeah. Now, do any of those people live in Asheville? Uh, yes. Yes, there are, like I said, there's Y12SR worldwide. There are several groups in that area. Um, if you actually go to Y12SR.com, you can go to a specific state and find Y12SR space holders in that state, in okay. the location that you're looking. So we can find you on there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes, yes. And what, um, typically, when you come to a Y12SR class, what we do is um, there will be a yoga practice like a slow yoga flow probably about 45 minutes long and then also a 12 state 12 step based discussion group so to sit in a circle and come together and talk and speak and share through your experience strength and hope yeah i mean what comes straight to mind to me and what probably does to some listeners is aa right mm -hmm. sitting in a circle and talking about your problems but it seems so much more in-depth and so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you do like the yoga flow, is it like a legit normal yoga class? Like you're just going through poses and you're just kind of getting your mind and body connected yes. before you get into this circle talking? Or do you kind of talk while you're going through the flow? Well, um, every class is kind of different depending on what the audience, what your... Um... Sure what the people of the group need. Um, so sometimes we might do a sharing circle first and other times we might start with the yoga first, just depending on the energy, I guess, of the group. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been doing this for? Um, I, so kind of what brought me to yoga was just, um, I was struggling myself um, just with a lot of chaos in my own life and kind of, came upon yoga and I too just thought oh I'm just gonna go and you know do some movement and leave the studio well it's so some much exercise this, yeah, yoga, this yeah. yoga thing totally totally and it's so much more than that it's it's connecting to your breath it's about you know when you're connecting to the breath you're staying it allows you to be more present in your life in all your relationships um, so it's really absolutely amazing yeah, I, I remember, and I can attest to that, just because mm -hmm. I remember, as soon as you said that, I one of my first yoga classes ever was when I lived in Austin. Mm -hmm. um, I went through a lot of mental health issues and, and really, you know, went through a lot of struggles and things like that, and it was just like, I need to do something that is, you know, healthy for me. And at the time, I knew yoga was like something with the mind and slightly with the body, and, and I've always been, you know very fit and I've been athletic my entire life so it wasn't necessarily about that but I felt pulled to go and do it at I believe it's called yoga yoga um, down in Austin and I went to the class and I fully just went at it like everything the teacher said I really just went and set an intention it was like an hour and 10 hour and 15 minute class and you know at the end we laid down closed our eyes and at least 15 minutes I remember I woke up and everything looked different it's like it's like it made me, yes, like high depth, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's many things that can make totally. you feel that way too, but yeah. yoga can get you there. Yes, um, yes, and totally. what it did for me, like I, I, everything was looking high depth, but I, I felt almost outside 
of my body in a way, but in, in a joyful state, a very loving state. And like, I got in my car gracefully. <laughs> I could feel myself turn on the ignition. And just driving away, I was like, there is so much power to what we have within ourselves. For sure. Like, I mean, you can do yoga for free. Mm-hmm. You have a yoga studio in your house. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate. <laughs> I'm very, very lucky. <laughs> I have four other roommates right now, uh, and we share one bathroom. So doing you yoga, do yoga you can do yoga anywhere. You know, I do it in my room a little bit. You, you know, so it's yeah. but you can. And the point of me saying that is, it's free. Right. And it's about yourself mm-hmm. and you can heal yourself from within and which I think is really important to understand, especially for overcoming addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what, what else you got for me? What else we got? So I guess getting back on track to kind of what led me to, um, yeah, to become a certified yoga instructor was that, um, I was really struggling in my relationships with my mother who was an alcoholic and also my brother who um, also struggled um, with drug addiction and alcohol addiction and so I needed something for me like just you know I mean we really have to think about everything that we take into our bodies what we see what we hear what we eat I mean everything like it it affects you Um, and so I really had to kind of step back and think about how these things were affecting my body and I was actually scheduled to um, to become a certified yoga instructor in September that was that was my goal that was my passion that was my love like I knew that yoga is what I wanted to do every day like all day yeah. I just immersed it's, myself in yoga hey, if it makes um, you feel good that's it what does. it's about right it absolutely does and so in July 2018, I lost my brother to a drug overdose. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Which was, yeah, thank you. It was very difficult. Um, and then in September, about a month later, my mom took her life. So I've had a lot of loss um, in the last couple of years. And I just, doing Y12 SR is, I mean, it is such a passion of mine. It's my way to give back. It's what I feel that I should be doing. And kind of how I got connected with Y12SR is after my mom had passed away, um, I had talked to a woman through American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, and she had connected me to somebody in Texas. And the woman was telling me about Y12SR. I had never heard of it before. And so that's kind of where it all got started. Like once she told me what it was, yoga for twelve step recovery, I'm like, that's what I'm gonna do. Like I it was got immediate. the chills because <laughs> it I was could God feel, bumps. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I still literally, you can yeah. see my hair sticking up. Right. Um, th- that happens so much. Everything feels mm-hmm. so interconnected. Like mm-hmm. your purpose is driven by certain things that happen in your life, and mm-hmm. it seems like when you let go and be like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. It then gets pushed there. But yeah. And it was, you know, I really, obviously, I really struggled after my mom took her life. I was very angry, angry at God, angry at the world, like, you know, my brother, now my mom. And um, I personally feel like through yoga and this healing and allowing me to give back, it really is healing for, for me, for mind, body, spirit, and allowing me to come back to the relationship that I have to my higher power and to something bigger than myself. So it's really amazing. And I just feel really grateful and blessed to be able to do this work and do what I love. Um, 
It really seems like um, it allows you to confront things yeah. that have happened in your life yeah. instead of you know Ready. hide from them, run from them. Yeah, that know. was me. That well, was me in a that past was, life. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. And you know, you could turn to mm-hmm. a drug. You could mm-hmm. turn to depression. You could turn to your own head thoughts and, and mental space and really dig yourself a hole. But instead, you're expressing the pain that you have felt by allowing others to release their pain. And I think that, I mean, this is the main reason I wanted to talk to you because mm-hmm. I, I knew it's important to have people like you out there that, you know, when something goes wrong in, in someone's life, um, to use it as an option to move forward with how to help somebody else through that, yeah. uh, which it seems like you're doing and your work is doing and why Y12SR is in existence to do. Uh, and that's very important. And one of the main reasons I wanted to start a podcast to speak with people like you, uh, to get the word out there. I mean, if we touch one person today, is it not yeah, worth it? It's totally worth it. <laughs> absolutely. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it just quickly, I, we had, um, my buddy Zach, what's up Zach? Um, he sent me a message of someone who listened to our first podcast mm-hmm. and said, Oh my God, I just boarded my flight, decided to throw on this podcast. Life changed. And it's something little, but I immediately chills up my body. It was like, oh my God, we did, it was the first podcast ever, you know, we're pushing, you know, hundreds of views now and we're, That's wonderful. yeah, and it, it's really fun, but like, it, it's, it's cool to see that what you're doing mm-hmm. is impacting others, especially when you know the pain that others have felt. Right, right. Yeah, I think you're, I think that you're the perfect person for this, like just cause you're very friendly and outgoing and you just have a very good energy about you. So I think that this is, this is definitely your thing for sure. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, and I hope you get to meet Dave. Uh, yeah. One day. yeah. Um, he's obviously the other, the other person in this podcast. Okay. Uh, and when I get down to Asheville, we'll be doing pretty much every episode together and we'll be, uh, interviewing other people or we'll just have me and him session. Um, but yeah, uh, what else do you think, um, if anything else, has really impacted your life as far as like the yoga, spiritual, like what do you think is, is important to you that maybe could uh, relate to others that are listening? Well, I mean, I think um, for me, just really, um, really connecting to something bigger than myself mm-hmm. and like, like you had talked about when you went to practice yoga, setting an intention, setting an intention for your day, whether that's just, it doesn't have to be something elaborate, you know, no. it can be something very simple. And it shouldn't be elaborate sure. at first. You may be able to get keep yourself. Keep it simple. Yeah, <laughs> keep, keep it simple, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. And um, gratitude. Gratitude is mm. huge. Like, I really think that that is what has really pulled me forward, like, from everything that has happened, you know. I could totally be a victim of the circumstance that Absolutely. and the tragedy that's happened in the past. However, like I feel like what I'm doing now, you know, I'm so grateful for, you know, the things that have happened. Obviously not, you know, those specific things, but I feel like this has allowed me to go follow my journey, my path that I'm meant to follow. So I would love to break down gratitude a little bit. Sure, yeah. Uh, because I am victim to count your blessings okay bro like it it, especially in my era like I'm a millennial I'm 28 years old like it's whatever dude you know like you're just gonna oh you're gonna feel better because you you're glad that you have this or that or another but um in in your interpretation I, I can go into mine a little bit but like what does it mean to you to actually 
be grateful or to actually count your blessings because I mean I can say oh I'm grateful that I have a pillow to sit on the ground right now mm-hmm. but I don't feel anything right. so like, what does that mean to you and how do you get that out I don't know I feel like I mean I truly have to cultivate great gratefulness gratitude cultivate. yeah yes. like I just like I mean we're sitting here and we so take advantage that like our heart is beating like in keeping us alive and we have our breath and our breath is keeping us in our present and I mean the sky you know and the sun and the trees and I mean in every situation no matter where you're at in life there is something to be grateful for and I personally have a gratitude journal where I just write down like three things a day that I'm grateful and they're not something that I repeat you know it has to be something new every day but really just kind of like reflect on what I'm grateful for yeah And it is important. And Mm -hmm. the most important word, as I kind of mentioned when you said it, was cultivate. Mm -hmm. Like, you could just, you could use any word there, but the fact that you use cultivate, it's like really dig deep into what you're grateful for. Um, I mean, I'm grateful for my mom. I got to go see today and go hang out with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's been going through a lot, but being able to go see her. But but not only just saying, oh yeah, I got to see my mom today, and then moving on, Mm -hmm. like why I got to see my mom, how I got to see her, the time I spent with her, you know, watching her favorite game show, yeah. whatever the case, you really dig deep into each situation and scenario that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can be anywhere. There's people that have found peace and gratitude while in prison. Yeah, I was actually listening to another podcast the other day, and they talked about, you know, some of the um, more of like the third world countries where people don't have much of anything. You know, the kids are out on the street with like a stick, you know, yeah. but. But sometimes those kids are more happier than the kids here in America because, like, they just they have so much that they don't even realize the importance of gratitude. Yeah. Well, yeah, there there's no comparisons over there. Mm-hmm. They all don't have phones and realizing right. what all the amazing rich kids have or mm-hmm. the toys that they don't have. There. I mean, my nieces love you guys, but. <laughs> They sit and watch YouTube videos of other kids playing with toys when they have toys of their own, like toy reveals. It's like there's a six-year-old that's making $8 million a year or something like that, and all he does is open new toys and play with them on video. Wow. That's it. That's you know, but there's kids watching that, and that's what they're doing, so it's, it's always comparing, right? Mm-hmm. And what you said, kids playing in another country playing with sticks, I actually mm-hmm. uh, went on a mission trip in 2014 to Haiti, mm-hmm. and... I thought when I got there, oh my gosh, this is going to be the most depressing thing mm-hmm. I have ever been in, been a part of anything. So we, we flew into Port-au-Prince, and that's where the tent city is. Mm-hmm. So literally, I mean, they call it a tent city, but these aren't tents. These are old tarps and clothes pulled together to create this city of just people living under what they consider shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get out to our missionary spot, and uh, we start going into the villages, and we get into this village and we're on this like yellow school bus right and we get in there and these kids are like banging on the bus and they're like smiling and they're so happy to see us and their one of their main toys was a stick and a old bike rim tire right and they are like keeping keeping the the wheel going with the stick and then chasing each other around trying to knock down the stick and they are so happy i mean they're sitting on our laps they're you know trying to communicate with us the best that they can uh, we went out and we painted houses while spreading gospel and and it was just it was crazy to see them washing dishes in these really dirty water or like traveling to go get water or just whatever they had to do but it didn't matter it was fine life was still 
fine. So that was a big adjustment for me coming back. I think the first thing I did when I got home was open the doorknob and be happy I had a doorknob. Lock the door, happy I had a lock. And then I turned on the light switch, mm-hmm. I had electricity. Yeah. It was powerful. Right, and I think a lot of that happiness um, that probably you saw too is about connectedness. Yes. They're so connected. You know, I mean, they're really like spending time with each other. They're not on their cell phones, texting and watching YouTube and doing all these other things. Like they're engaged, they're together. Yeah. Unity. I mean, I think that's really powerful too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, It is important. Um, But it it brings the conversation up. We don't have to go too crazy into it because I feel like I could spend an hour on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the importance of technology too. I would have never met you. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for Facebook groups. Sure. Right? <laughs> That's Yoga true. of Greater Toledo mm-hmm. uh, Facebook group, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is importance of it, but I think it's all about, you know, how you use it. How you use it, when you use it, and monitoring, you know, how much. Because the endless scroll thing on Facebook and Instagram. That can be an addiction, too. It is an addiction. <laughs> it absolutely is. And, and I fall victim to it, you know, when I wake up checking everything. All. Mm-hmm. All the Snapchats, all the Facebooks, all of this, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started putting my phone like on a TV stand, you know, and I hear it and I get real <laughs> mad that I hear it, but I get up and I walk over to it and, and turn it off and then I'm up and I try and stay away from it for a little bit. Um, but I do think it's important to have social media too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Like you said, I think it's about a balance, just like in everything, it's about a balance, you know, or you. Where is the majority of your life spent? Is it engaging with others or is it on your phone? Yeah. And a really big um, helpful thing that I find is, you know, meditating in the morning because it just kind of helps with my thoughts, you know, and kind of like how I approach the day. Yes. Um, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, um, but for me, um, I learned this uh, from Michael A. Singer. Uh, and he is really big on when you get in the shower because what are you doing in the shower you're standing there right and yeah you're washing your body but what happens your brain is moving and going and going and going and going and going if you can control yourself first thing in the morning if you take morning showers not, not hating on you if you don't um, but if you take morning showers being able to stay present the entire shower feel the water on you feel the mm-hmm. feel yourself you know re- using yourself or using your shampoo and, and if you can stay in that mindset the whole time you've had a win you yeah. know and and I agree I think meditating in the morning too but meditating means so many different things mm-hmm. uh, walking meditation is sure. something I try all day long mm-hmm. it doesn't work all the time <laughs> but I, I think that's very important mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I think that like when you're outside and when you're so much more in tune like I don't know personally for me like the birds I can hear clearer and the wind like everything Mm. is just more alive yes yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. Uh, so what would you say um, to anyone that might be interested in either uh, we'll start with if they want to get into Y12SR Um, yoga for recovery what would be the steps for them to move forward to get into that for For, to become a space holder yeah to become a space holder to become a teacher to become a space holder um, Nikki Myers has either an online portion that you can complete 
and then you also have to do like a weekend training as well or she has some combined trainings that incorporate the online portion and the in-person so you have to do you have to complete the training to become a certified space holder cool and that's nikki myers yeah. nikki myers it's yes. y12sr.com yes okay yep. cool um and now as far as if anybody is interested in um, partaking as you know a student yeah absolutely um like i said y12sr is open to anyone who is struggling with their own addiction or the addictive behavior of others it is a donation-based class um and what's really great about those donations is they, you know, part of the donations go back to giving back, you know, to a nonprofit agency of some sort. And I think that's really important in recovery is that, you know, you're invested in your recovery, you're giving back. So I think that's very important. And you can go to y12sr.com and there's a list of cities and states and you can find your specific state and find why 12 SR space holders in your area. And what I love about calling ourselves space holders is that, you know, we are no different than anybody else. You know, we're all on even playing field and we're not like setting our, ourselves like on a pedestal. Like we're all, we're all one. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 And you know, this whole day has come together. So, so great. Um, mm -hmm. I was talking with, a friend of mine, uh, she called me not that long ago, uh, literally like before about an hour before I came here, and I was telling her about what our podcast is going to be about today. Uh, her name is Liz. Hi, Liz. I love you. Um, and she looked down apparently, and she just bought an audio book, uh, and it was about recovery through yoga. It was like I think it was twelve steps of recovery through yoga, and I was like. No way. So she, I mean, it just shows how many things are connected, right? Sure. Uh, and, and I think that it's, we have to just see it, right? Every day there's something that can push you the right way and can really lead you on the right path. Um, I, I had a, a feeling about getting this yoga, Greater of Toledo Yoga Facebook page or whatever, yeah, and just like yeah. posting on there, hey, who wants to go do this? You know, I'm going to go do it anyways. If someone wants to join me, you joined me. Yeah, I'm um, so grateful. Yeah, and I think that's super powerful. So, um, just I kind of wanted to go into that. Do you do you feel like there is there is that kind of alignment, like the universe can align you in the right way, yeah. and and how do you think that like works yeah. in your opinion? Well, absolutely. It's super complex, of course, but it's also kind of simple. Yeah, definitely. Like I had said when I had reached out to the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, they connected me with that person out there and out in Texas, which is actually before my mom had taken her life that's actually where she was going to go live because her sister lives out there. So it's just like how it all came together and all these steps fell into place. And then the Y12SR that I was signed up for initially, they didn't have space for me. And so I just kind of let it go and just said, you know, universe, is, if this is meant to happen, like I will be there. Yeah. And sure enough, a couple of days later, she emailed me and said, we have a spot for you. So, so she reached out to you after you had let it go yeah and it was like okay it'll happen if it happens yeah yeah wow yeah so then so i mean at that point i was like yes this is definitely my road and my path and where i should be and um and i'm you know once i got my certification which was last march um i 
I tried very um, diligently to find a place to hold Y-12 SR classes. And then finally I just said, you know what, God, if this is meant to be and I'm meant to do this, I surrender and you take it from here. And I just posted um, a brief little introduction of what I was doing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a wonderful woman out in Point Place reach out to me. Uh, she owns a studio called Mind, Body, and Soul. And um, it's kind of like a gym and a yoga studio. And and then I also had somebody else reach out to me from um, Anchored in Hope Counseling Center, which is out in Maumee. And um, so I've been actually teaching or holding space for the Y12SR classes for the past couple weekends and I'm really grateful. And it, it's funny that when I went to the location in Point Place, the space there is actually less than a block from where my mom took her life. So I feel in my heart that I'm being called to that area to just continue on healing that wow. journey. And yeah, so. Just another story of, of how surrendering. Yeah. Um, but I think there is a big difference in, um, Dave touched on this on our first podcast, but not being completely surrendering, not being a sloth, I think he called it. Yeah. Right? There's a difference. You know, it's not like, hey, I'm not going to do anything and God, take care of it. (laughs) No, we have have this goodness in our heart that when we can feel when something is good and when something is bad. And, and, you know, I I had this dream of, of, you know, moving here or doing this or doing that, but you can have the vision. And I think it's very important to, for people to realize that you can have a vision. You should have a vision. You should have a vision, mm-hmm. but not to hold so hardly onto like don't hold that vision to one hundred percent because mm-hmm. you may end up on a completely different spot on Earth. I never thought I'd be doing podcasts. Never thought I'd be moving to you know I didn't even know Asheville, North Carolina was a couple years ago. Like I, I think it's important that you have a vision. Mm-hmm. And you see what you want to do or if you want to help people or whatever the case may be but to allow it to take its own course sure absolutely yeah I mean you can't have so much control over the whole situation you have to let the universe come in and and guide you on that path absolutely and do you believe the universe works through people most definitely yes I think it works mostly it's brought us together absolutely I think it works mostly through people Mm -hmm. I think it's it's very impactful uh, you know, the music festival that I went to a few months ago uh, is the main reason my life is taking the course that it is right now. And it's because I met some incredible people and where, I, where I'm headed and what I'm doing. Uh, I mean, my work has nothing to do, uh, my real job has nothing to do with the music festival or what I'm doing there. But, you know, it's what keeps the bills coming and it allows me to, you know, keep afloat and things like that. Uh, but as far as like my passion goes, I'm kind of just letting, letting it go and seeing where where it moves so yeah i think it's very important yeah definitely yeah i think you're on a great path thank you yeah i appreciate that i think you're on an incredible path too thank you yeah so um kelly sora Mm uh with you yoga yes so w-i-t-h the letter u yoga um what is the best contact i know you have an email yeah i do have an email and then um also my Phone number is 419-367-4952. If you have any interest, please reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. Yeah, it seems like uh, you can also contact by email, and that's that's with 
U Yoga. So once again, W I T H, the letter U Yoga at gmail.com. Uh, even if you have any questions, I'm sure you wouldn't would mind love, answering anything. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to chat if you have any questions or anything. Email, any text, call. Yeah. Yeah, if she doesn't absolutely. answer, of course, leave a voicemail. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a lovely person. Yeah, thank um, you. And, you know, I think I think we can kind of wrap up today. Okay. I think uh, we got a lot out of today's session, and okay. and I would love to meet up again. And okay. I'm definitely going to keep in contact with yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll meet in North Carolina next time. We absolutely <laughs> will. Are you planning to go back? Well, if, the, um, if you've never been to the Art of Living Summit treatment, um, center down there. It's absolutely beautiful. You should definitely check it out. I'm yeah. going to check it out when I get yeah, down there. Definitely. Right on. Kelly, yeah. thank you so much again. Thank you. Absolutely. And we are out of here. Episode four is a wrap. Thank you guys. See you on the other side.